Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for the replay of this past Sunday night's live call-in show. It was recorded on Sunday night, December 11th, 2022. We had lots of great calls during this week's show, including a great call about what happens when you have to get on that parade bus due to an accident during one of the run Disney race weekends. This one was wine and dine during the 10K a stick got the better part of one of our listeners. So we hear about how that happened, but the trip turns out pretty positive. I think you're going to get a lot out of that call. Also, we get a great trip report from Lori. She surprised her daughter with a fun trip to Walt Disney world. They just got back. We discussed that Chris calls in from North Carolina. We talk about his trip coming up this Friday. He hasn't been for the last five years. So we give him some advice as to what to think about as his trip will be different this time around. Many more calls also on today's show. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you shop online this busy holiday season. They have one extra click really does support everything we do on the show here throughout the year. Please uh, bookmark it and use it often. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the BOGP Open Line for Sunday night, December 11th, 2022. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Hello to everybody who is tuned in live here on Facebook or YouTube as we close out yet another busy December weekend. Thanks for tuning in live, and we'll be taking your calls live here in just a few minutes at 407-413-9395, talking about all things Disney, but joining me as we do every Sunday night, and he's celebrating an anniversary today. So when you call in, you got to say happy anniversary to Scott and Liz it's my buddy. It's not our anniversary, but it's him and Liz. It's Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Not, not our anniversary, no. But yeah, it's the 13th anniversary. And shortly before we went live today, I was just scrolling through Twitter like I do, you know, trying to catch up on stuff. And I saw this tweet retweeted that said, Happy Psycho Day. And it had like this like screenshot. And I'm assuming it's from the movie, the Alfred Hitchcock movie Psycho, which I've seen a few times, but I can't remember this exact still. But it says Friday, December the 11th in the still. So that must be like when the events take place, like in the movie Psycho, which is funny because I got married on Friday, December the 11th. Like I don't know if it's a good sign or not, Mike. But. Never seen that movie, but I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I've never seen the movie. So that's uh, that's I've also heard on social media today. I saw that it is also Magnum P.I. Day. Oh, I don't know what that's about. Either. I have no idea because I didn't ever watch it as much as I love Blue Bloods and, and Tom Selleck and Commissioner Reagan. Yeah, I, I don't know what that. Why? Why? I like Tom Selleck in that show because he's usually sporting a Detroit Tigers hat. He is. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That is true. Yeah, and the the Hawaiian stuff. (laughs) The cool car. 
So what's been going on? Anything uh, new? Uh, and you exciting? know, so I knew we were going to record the show tonight. You know, we don't like to miss episodes as much as we can. We know we got some time coming off of the holidays, so we did a anniversary lunch. So we went to a, a nice little spot where it's kind of family style. It's not like a buca. It's not buca de pepo, but it's kind of similar. Where like you order a bunch of Italian dishes and they bring them out family style. Much, much better in my opinion. But uh, the, just a cool local spot. We were the only people in the restaurant, which was funny. They opened at two, and we're right there at two. Nice. And they were like playing, and they knew it was our anniversary, so they started playing like some low, like Italian music, like in the background. Like it was, it was kind of fun. They should like, have busted like, out some Bella Note, you know? Yeah, I know. I should have put it in the request. For it. <laughs> but um, the best part was like the reason we kind of chose this because I don't know if you like carrot cake or not, Mike. But I don't. I don't like this carrots. place. Had the best carrot cake I've ever had. So. Most carrot cakes kind of, from my experience, come out kind of like cold or lukewarm. Here it comes out like very warm and they put this like cream cheese frosting like all over the top of it. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see a photo of it and it is just out of this world. And they gave us a complimentary one tonight for our anniversary. So that's pretty nice. Sounds very Disney that you get a free dessert for your uh, special celebration. And they went one up like all of a sudden we could like smell something. We're like, what is that? And then it's like this giant sparkler. Like our server is holding the sparkler. She handed the sparkler to Elizabeth. So I took a photo of her like holding nice. the sparkler like Smart. with the carrot cake. It was kind of funny. But. They got you gotta get that for the gram so they know what's going on. That's exactly. uh, perfect. I, I tagged them. I tagged them in the photo. You see, so they're, they're no dummies. They're no yeah. dummies. It's a we're living in the, the age of social media. All right. Exactly. We have our first call of the night. So hey, who is joining us? Thanks for calling in at 407-413-9395. What's going on? Yeah, good evening, Mike. Scotty G, this is Chris calling from Central North Carolina. Hey, Chris. Thanks for calling in. Well, thanks. Uh, question. First time and first visit to the world in five years. Has anything changed there? Nothing. No, it's exactly <laughs> the same. Uh, yeah, I can't it's imagine exactly anything's changed okay. at all. It might be a new roller coaster here soon, but uh, that's about it. <laughs> no, so, yeah, yeah I mean, obviously everything. <laughs> <laughs> Any tips for somebody who hasn't visited since pre-COVID? Well, so you, tips, if you will. So you've been listening to the to the shows, right? I mean, you know, yeah, like you, so we have like a baseline, like you know, of the theme park reservations, all that kind of stuff. So you just first thing is get those early. You can always modify those as you get closer yeah. to the travel dates. The question I get though, Chris, about those, just real quick about that, just so folks that are tuning in because they might not really even know this strategy, because I do get this question a lot from guests over at the Magic for Less is. You know, a lot of folks will book a trip now and they'll be traveling in November of 23. And they'll say, when should I make my theme park reservations? Right. Because we all know that you make your dining reservations at 60 days. They give you a day. But theme park reservations, you can make them immediately for forever, you know, far out. And I tell my guests, make them as soon as you can. I mean, it's not super urgent, you know, like 10 months out, but make them as soon as you can. And they're always like, well, I don't know what park I want to go to. I don't know park hours. I don't know. You know, I don't know where I'm going to eat dinner. But here's the thing. What I say is for that initial group of park reservations, just say, you know, look at it this way. Like, I like to go to Epcot on the first day of my trip. Okay, so I'm going to go to Epcot on day one. Then I want to go to the parks. And then I want to make sure I go to the Magic Kingdom twice. But I want to go to the Magic Kingdom last. That's where I want to go to my last morning. So, okay, so then I'm going to go to the Magic Kingdom last day, and I'm going to put another day at the Magic Kingdom. And just work it around like that. And then later on, as we get park hours and maybe extended evening hours. If you're staying at a deluxe hotel, your dining starts to come into focus a couple months out. Then you go in and change things, but at least you have a good base to kind of get started. That, that's what I'd say for theme park reservations for everybody. Like when you're super far out, 
That way you have something. It's not your final. It's like a rough draft of theme park reservations. So Scott, what, what do you have for Chris though for he, five years? I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, you nailed it for me, Mike. The biggest thing from going pre-COVID to now would be the theme park reservations. That's the biggest one. But um, I would just say, like, depending on, I don't know if you said, Chris, when your trip was, but I would just say, like, pack your patience a little bit because it's been busy. Like, everyone's traveling now. Everyone's going to Walt Disney World. So, like, some of those old strategies about, like, rope dropping, you know, I think it's very critical if you're trying to get a lot of things done. So, rope drop in the day. And I would recommend Park Hopper, too. Um, I know it's a little added expense, but the fact that if tying it into the theme park reservations, if you can't get the one you want, I have not heard of anyone being shut out for park hopper after Mm -hmm. two o'clock. So you should be good to transfer then to any park that you want to. So give us a little background on your trip. Like when, when is it? And what, what's some of the, what are some of the plans? Uh, Heading Friday, actually, it'll be our fifth trip over the years. So traveling with, with teens who pretty much seen everything done, everything, but the exception is the stuff from the last five years, like avatar and um, some other rides. Wishing Tron was open, but obviously that's not happening. Um, I did have a, tr- a tip for you guys for the TSA travel pre-check. My wife has TSA travel, uh, travel pre-check and one of our children are flying with her. And if you call the airline, they could add the known traveler number to the child's boarding pass so they can both go through the pre-check line. That's a great tip. That's See, a great tip. <laughs> I, it's one of those things that I tell myself I don't travel enough to get like clear or TSA pre or anything like that. But then, you know, so I'm coming up on the season where like, I'll be going for January, February, and April. And But the thing is, like, my flights I always get, you know, 6 a.m. flights, and I'm out of St. Louis. I just walk right through. Now, it's a different story coming home at, at MCO, right? That That's kind of a nightmare sometimes. Yeah, one of these days I'm going to be a big shot and get, get clear TSA pre or something like that. But <laughs> it's like I just started flying not long ago. It's just a big deal for me to be on a plane. That's a great tip. I mean, I'm glad you put that out there for everybody here. Yeah, TSA is, uh, I think, $85 for five years, whereas clear might be 150 for two years. So go to pre-check. Uh, but, yeah, that was the concern flying back that the wife can go through pre-check, but the a teenager has to go through regular lines. So when I called the airline, they were able to do that for us. That's what Southwest. You know what, uh, I though? Can't, I can't imagine it's any different. With a teenager, though, I might just make him go through the regular line just to give him a dose of reality. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are sports guys. I got a proposed trade for you. All right. Would you, if you were Disney, or would you, if you were Universal, straight up trade The Simpsons or Marvel? What would you do, Scott? I'd I'd rather keep. I want to. I want to have Marvel. Um. So, <laughs> so where wherever I can have. I mean, I know The Simpsons has like such a great history, right? I mean, it's like I don't. I don't even know what year we're at. Are we like in our thirties now? It was. I, I'll say. Like, I'll say Simpsons was going on when I was in high school, dude. Yeah. I'm I'm forty nine. I'm yeah. not kidding because I remember like there was a Simpsons thing in in the comments. But I want. I want to have. Marvel. In, uh... I want to have Marvel. Yeah, but you already have Simpsons land down there in Universal in Florida. So if you were Bob Iger, would you would you approach Universal about just trading trading or selling the rights to uh, Universal for the Simpsons? I think Marvel's way more lucrative, like financially, than the Simpsons. I would guess because you know, blockbusters for, for the move for box office purposes. And, and then, you know, the adjacent properties, you could sell merchandise and so forth. And 
create attractions and, and i don't know if like I, I like think. teenagers these days do they watch the simpsons like i don't know like i mean i have a daughter like that's no interest to her but maybe it still is popular with like the younger crowd but i know like teenagers love marvel right like so like i i would do what i can to keep marvel rights my 15 year old uh binge watch the simpsons over the last okay. year okay got good on to disney know. plus yeah because it's on disney plus yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. I can get that. To, to be honest, though, I mean, I'm, I'm just a purist, though. I don't want to see Marvel or The Simpsons in the theme parks. <laughs> it's just, you know, unless you make like a like a separate, you know, almost like a separate theme park for like call it adjacent properties land or something. You know what I'm saying? Like Simpsons, <laughs> Marvel. Uh, what else do we have? I mean, throw throw all these other, you know, National Geographic, whatever you want. You know, throw that junk in there. I guess Star Wars would kind of be part of that, though, if you did that. I don't know, cause see, I'm, I'm a Star yeah. Wars fan, so I have no, I have no problem with Galaxy's Edge being in uh, Hollywood Studios. I think it fits. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hypocrite. I know <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> well, thanks for your time, uh, Chris. Guys. You said you're going down Friday. Are you staying on property? I, I don't know if I caught that, or, or where are you staying at? Uh, the Dolphin. Oh, nice. Staying at the Dolphin with the uh, deluxe resort view uh overlooking i guess the fireworks you're doing it right yeah. hey go to the fountain while you're there that the place and it the has fountain, they have a yeah. peanut butter and jelly shake there that is awesome if it comes out and it's bright red yeah. it looks strawberry but it's uh peanut butter and jelly really good i'm a big fan of il molino there too if you want to have a nice italian meal like it feels very signature but not necessarily a signature price so that, that's a nice nice little spot if you're looking for a nice evening great tip thank you Hey, Chris, we appreciate the call and uh, have an awesome trip. Give us a call when you get back and uh, happy holidays to you. All right. You too. Thank, Thank you. you guys. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We do have an announcement Ooh. though. I forgot to do this at the top of the show. Next week is going to be our, our last show of the year. The last call-in show because of Christmas and New Year's, how they fall and then marathon weekend. So next week we're going to do all Christmas stories. So tell us your favorite Christmas gift as a kid, how you celebrate in your part of the world. What are some of the traditions, favorite Christmas cookies? doesn't have to be about Disney next week. It's going to be all Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever your celebration. We're going to talk holiday traditions next week on the show. And then you can listen to it when you're driving to your destination for the holidays. All right. We have our next call. Holidays. Oh, I was oh, just going to say with Chris, like leaving down. On the Friday, the sixteenth, like looks like he's going to be having, he's going to be right there, like right, right before, up to like, it. The few days of Christmas, that's going to be a fun trip. Actually, a great time Back to the go. In. That's a great time to go though, because a lot of people hold off, like uh, after he, Christmas, yeah. for like yeah, for New Year's. He's yeah. he's nailing it. So Donald's got a question for you, Scott. But we have a caller on the line. Hey, who's joining us? Hey, Hello? Mike and Scotty G. This is uh, Sarah from Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, Sarah from Madison. Hey, Sarah. What's going on? Mallory's uh, former cheer squad was up in the Dells this weekend uh, competing at Kalahari. So we should have been there. Very nice. I hope they got to uh, um, avoid the snow because we had a fair amount on Friday. They so. got caught going up. But we saw <laughs> we saw because we're still in the group with all the because she's not she's out on the team because of, of how crazy high school cheer got this year. But uh, we're still in like the, the parent group, you know, like they have all the, you know, I forget what it's called. It's like an app. But we saw everybody traveling up through Illinois into Wisconsin and all the people that got caught in the snowstorm because, you know, we can't drive oh, in man. it. So <laughs> <That's> <laughs> rough timing. it was a mess. <laughs> no, so what's going on? Thanks for calling in. Yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller, Yay. and uh, happy anniversary to Scott and Elizabeth. Um, thanks to Elizabeth for letting us have Scott for the night so we can <laughs> yes. still have that open line. She's the star. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, she much, she's okay with that. We had a nice <laughs> lunch, and we're going to go. 
we're gonna go do something afterwards. I think we're gonna go to the post office and mail our Christmas cards. How romantic is that? Oh, that's the best way to enjoy an anniversary. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd call in. Um, I've been emailing with you, Scott, oh, with Mike, with this week about my most recent trip over wine and dine. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd call in about my experience with when your all your plans, your carefully made plans that you guys help us with on Be Our Guest don't go quite as planned and maybe something happens on your trip um because unfortunately i was registered for the challenge uh ran the 5k it was awesome um and i was running the 10k and halfway through unfortunately a stick got the better of me on an on-ramp i went down and sprained my ankle and could not finish the 10k race or the challenge that weekend i actually remember reading you posted this on the lizards page right i remember reading about this i did yeah. yeah, I did. And it was, um, wasn't, you know, wasn't the weekend we were thinking I w- went for a girl's trip with my best friend. Uh, and we had it all planned out and it was going to be her first run Disney weekend. Um, and we weren't really planning for that to happen, but, um, it, you know, it was, it was a new experience for us, like to, to have an injury happen while at Disney, you know, you hear about all the magic and, um, and for the most part it is magical, but it's, Sometimes things happen and uh, we were really well taken care of. So that was um, unfortunate, but I mean, the, the run crew, uh, all the people who work at the races, they were awesome. Um, somebody stayed with me until I could get onto one of those um, hardy buses <laughs> to the finish buses. line to the med tent. <laughs> I see those in my, in my, as, as we get closer to marathon weekend, those buses become more prevalent in my dreams every night. They chase me. <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to get my first experience of that very soon. Make, oh I'll make a good, but, for a good hey, podcast episode. It's all research. If, you know, if it has to, if it has to unfortunately ever happen to someone, know that they are, they're so great. Like, I got on, it was actually a van because I just missed the party bus of it, apparently, because we were getting kind of close to the, we were taking too much time in the character stops. And so we were getting a little close to the balloon ladies there. So um, it was a party van and the driver was like, what kind of music do you want to listen to? Is 80s okay? And he was like rocking out. It was really nice. Um, That's nice. And they took me, they took me to the bed tent. We picked up a few more people on the way. Um, and so it was really nice to chat with other runners. And then um, I got, we got off at the med tent and uh, they handed us our medals as, as they do. And um, man, they took such good care of me at the med tent. They were all so knowledgeable, so calming. They knew I wasn't in the best mood because, you know, I hadn't, hadn't been able to finish the race and they, they were really awesome. I really can't speak highly enough of it. Um, and so they, they got me all patched up and onto the bus back to the resort. That, you know, that takes a special kind of person to be, to be that driver, right? Because, you know, I've thought about mm-hmm. this and those runners like yourself have to be in such an emotional, very delicate state because, you know, people, some people might've expected this could have happened, you know, but then you're going to have some runners that right. this came out of nowhere. They might've run, 70 miles a week for the last year. And then like you say, a stick gets you. Here's my question. And this is just me. Did you go back and get that stick? I'd have that stick hanging on a shelf. I'd have it bronzed. (laughs) I'd get revenge at that. You know, the funny (laughs) thing about the stick. Okay. So here's the thing. First of all, they, at the med tent, they're like, you know, what happened? Do you have a good story? And I was like, well, I didn't see the stick. 
but my best friend Renee saw it. She said she was so angry at that stick, she threw it into the into the okay, bushes. Good. So okay, at I least somebody got some it. revenge on it. I was gonna say, you like you gotta do something to the stick. I mean, this <laughs> stick is the the like villain, you know, it needs to be burned, it That's needs right. to be broken, you know, at least like something but on honestly, Instagram. It's- as far as I know, I tripped over my own feet. But she said there was a stick. No, a big stick. Was it, a was, stick. it was a log. It wasn't even a stick. It was, it was, it was no, no, we're with you. It was, we're runners. It was a log. It wasn't even a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Little and did you know, know this was a was, hurdle race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then it was kind of the, you know, the weekend wasn't over. And she still had the half marathon the next day. I couldn't walk. It was, we had, we had a Guardians, like, um, boarding group already and I was like oh are we gonna get to do this I can't walk at all um and at the bed tent they told me like don't try to walk on it but you could get a wheelchair so then we got to experience the parks with a wheelchair for the first time so there was there were new experiences all around Ricky's been doing that too lately apparently she told me that uh, Brian's been pushing her around the parks in a wheelchair too so we're getting all kinds of uh information on that actually I was pushed from uh, not from the from uh, Tomorrowland to my car at Wilderness Lodge by my wife. That shows. Speaking of love and anniversaries and stuff like that, that was that was definitely love because it was July and it was hot and I'm and I was bigger. Way, I was way bigger back then, and she pushed me out. It's the boat a workout. Back. Oh my god, I can't believe she could push me because <laughs> uh, there's like there's that ramp at the Wilderness Lodge, like outside of um, kind of uh, outside of Roaring Fork there by territory lounge like she was working because i was sicker than a dog but yeah so what you learn that everybody's very kind when you get in this kind of pickle that you're not expecting yeah so Mm -hmm. overall the trip was way way different you know you you didn't get to complete the challenge you got to complete the 5k you got you know halfway through the 10k and everything kind of fell apart the wheels came off but it sounds Mm -hmm. like you know even though everything was different it was as it was as good as could have been expected, kind of for the situation. Is is what I kind of got out of the email. Yeah, it was, and I mean, it was a little disappointing because, well, I got the 10k medal, although I'm not hanging it up on my wall until I can start running again. I'm still in a brace, so I'm not um, back to running speed yet. Uh, that will go on the wall once I earn it. And I did, I couldn't make it to the start line of the half marathon, so they do have this clause where if you can cross the finish. Excuse me, cross the start line, you can get that medal. But because I couldn't physically get there, I couldn't get the half medal. So that was probably the biggest disappointment for the weekend. And I understand their policies. Um, but it was one of those like, oh man, it's a beautiful medal and I, I don't have it. But um, but other than that, yeah, super magical. You know, we were staying at Pop Century and um we weren't sure what we were gonna do about like literally getting from the race bus stop to our room. And so um so Renee went to the front desk and I don't know if they were supposed to do this, but she was inquiring about renting a wheelchair and they said, oh, just take this one. They handed us a Hollywood Studios branded wheelchair, didn't take her name or our room number or anything. And they're like, use this for the extent of your stay. So that was really felt like magic. Like we then used that for the parks and then we brought it back to the front desk at the end of our trip. And that was just really wonderful. I that I feel like that was really above and beyond what they needed to do. That's how it should be, though. I mean, because you needed something. They have the, you know, they have yeah. it, and it solves the problem. You're happy. You can go on with your vacation, which you've paid a lot for. You've waited a long time mm-hmm. for. You're, you're not exactly, 
you know, this isn't what you're expecting, but at least you can go on and, and have some fun. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you said yeah. this because it, you know, things happen. I mean, we all know as runners, I mean, stuff happens at Walt Disney World. God, I hate to bring this up before Marathon Weekend, though. But I mean, you know, it is kind know, of sorry. good to know in the back. <laughs> no, but in the back of your head, it is good to know, though, that, you know, if the worst happens, you're still at Walt Disney yeah. World. There's a lot of people that are going to try to take care of you the best they can. They're going to yeah. try to make it as magical as possible. And, you know, all's not lost. I mean, it's a good thing is there's always going to be another race weekend. There's going to be another medal to be earned and, you know, just uh, make the best of it. You know, it, it could happen to any yeah, of us. There could I'm, be sticks everywhere. <laughs> sir, I have a question. My brain's about, on like, my date. Yeah. Yeah. Did, was there ever an option for like deferring? Like, I know you were already there for the weekend and you already like started half the challenge, but was there an option to defer yeah. like the half portion at least like to the next year? Or was that never like discussed with Run Disney? It was, so I, um, so I tried a couple ways of contacting Run Disney because I thought, well, let's just see what we can do. Cause I knew, I knew it was not going to be safe for me to try to get to the, um, mm-hmm. line. Cause as you guys know, as runners, it's a really long way from the bus yeah, it is. to the start. So, and I was not in any condition. It was a really bad spring. And you so haven't trained to be a chair athlete during all this. Yeah. Either, you need, so. you need one of those racing yeah. chairs. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so I called and they weren't able to help me on the phone, which I expected. And they were like, put in a query on the, um, the run Disney website, uh, on for runner relations. So I did one there. And then my friend Renee went to go run the path and she talked to runner relations there to see if like, cause really I was just like, could I shift to virtual? Like I really, I'm not, I want to earn this. So it's not like I just want the medal. I knew the challenge medal was out because you can't do that if you don't do both of them. And they did, they told her like she has to be physically at the start line, which we understood. And then when I got the response back from runner relations, they said, um, they said, unfortunately, you know, our policy is that if you're not present, you, there are no options for virtual. So they didn't really, I know sometimes it kind of just like maybe depends on the agent that you get. And she was really nice about it. And again, I understand their policies, but they didn't provide me with any options. So that was a bit of a bummer, kind of made it a little harder to take. But, um, but now I, you know, my brain is on redemption. I got to get another, I got to get another run Disney weekend out there. So we'll see. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I have to get back and uh and get past that finish line again but that's so, how you got to look at it too it's, it's like you know brain. what redemption wow. right you got to have another chance and you yep. you get a whole nother weekend out of this yeah, <laughs> so Sarah, uh, yeah. oh can and you, you do know me a what favor. we made can that you, um... we made that guardian oh. <laughs> go ahead scott Sorry, can you do me a favor can you reach out to me like on like a private messenger so i have the virtual half marathon because i did the virtual like signed up for it, but i actually didn't do the virtual race and i would love to give you that medal because of everything that happened. Oh God, that's that's too generous. I I really appreciate that. That's really sweet. And I, you know what, Scott, I saw you at the post at the post race party because I wheeled my way to that party. I did go that's and awesome. I did have that beautiful drink with the like the flashing ice cube in it. It was great. Oh, yeah. But I saw you from a distance. Couldn't flag you down. <laughs> but um, he's fast, nice man. He there. is quick. Even if I'm telling you, man. You on he, the course, it he, was good to see you at the party. Yeah, he's hard to that's catch. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I wish we could have connected at the party. That's <laughs> awesome. But I'm serious though. Like I, I signed up for the virtual. Okay. I never did it, and after hearing your story, like I, you deserve that medal more than I did. Like you, tra- you actually trained for it. So I want to. I really want to send you that medal. But hey, so but connect but, with me after the well, show. That's really but you have to send Scott a, a stick and tell him it's the the stick. 
<laughs> it's a, just between us, it doesn't okay, have to be the real noted. stick. Just go get one out of your I, backyard. I appreciate that. Like when I shipped it, I was going to put like a little twig in there. So you just ruined it. No. <laughs> and and I think the best news of all is that we did make it to that Guardians wording group just in time. So, you know, I got to experience the queue in a wheelchair. So there's that. <laughs> There you go. That's yeah. You made the best of. It. I mean, we're smiling about it. It wasn't a great. You know, it wasn't yeah. definitely wasn't what you're expecting. But the thing is, you're going to get another race weekend out of this, and that's the good thing. You get another fun weekend out at Walt Disney World, and that's what, what matters. Yes, so and I hope about. that you guys and all of the lizards have a really great marathon weekend. I can't go to this one, but I'm so excited to see all the pictures, see all the smiles, and you guys are going to have a blast. There'll be some smiles and there's going to be some ugly pictures in there for me, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> it's oh, mostly man. going to be pain for yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. About four weeks from right now, there's going to be a lot of pain in this body. We'll be a lot of pain right now, though, so that's going to be nice. I'll still so. be in pain. Doesn't matter. Oh, I'll nice. Well, and just wait. You'll have that margarita in your hand and that'll change everything. That'll I'll be great. A, I'll need a few. <laughs> it's going to be, oh, man. I don't <laughs> even think about how much pain this is going to be this year. Anyway, well, he's going to need a wheelchair, not because of your reason, Sarah, just because he's had too many margaritas <laughs> and can't walk. Yeah, well, because anything to kill <laughs> the, the knee pain. Uh, hey, great call, though, because that's reassuring for everybody. And it is, it's, it's a story of victory, really. I mean, you took a bad situation and made the most of it. And it's, it is inspiring to hear that. You, you saved a weekend, which is good to hear. So thanks for sharing with us. Well, I think, thank, yeah, thank you. And thank you guys for taking the time. It's nice to actually finally call in. And I really appreciate what you all do. Um, it's, one of my favorite times of the week is when I get to sit down multiple times a week and listen to, to be our guest podcast. So thank you all for what you do. That is awesome. Thank you so much. And Hey, give us a call next weekend. We're going to talk about um, a holiday traditions. That'd be kind of fun. Just a little bit different show next uh, Sunday night. Perfect. Sounds good. You guys have a wonderful night. All right. You too. Thanks. Okay, thanks again. Sorry. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. All right. 407-413-9395. It's very kind of you, Scott. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do it. I mean, I, I like Joe Gardner, but I got I got him on the shirt, man. Like after hearing Sarah's story, like she needs that medal, you know. I don't need it. There you go. Joe Gardner, though, he's like your your cousin or something. Yeah. Actually, I have an uncle named Joe Gardner. Yeah, I, was say, I don't know, <laughs> uncle cousin, whatever. I'm sure I'm sure there's someone named Joe in the family. I'm sure there is. That's a pretty safe bet. I was at a wedding yesterday. And I had the the photographer for sure. She thought my name was Bob because she kept she's like guy in the white sweater. Because I was like she kept wanting me to get so close to my brother in law. I'm like, dude, we're so close already. She's like, just get a little closer. I'm like, we're legally married in like seven states right now. Like, if I get any closer, it's gonna be twelve. I'm saying this out loud. My brother, like, on a flume ride, like years ago, like it might have been like in Canada or something, but like we had the whole flume to ourselves, and there was like these dividers, and they had me like sit like right behind him, like like super close and super tight. And then he's like, Scott, just stand up and switch seats once the ride goes. So I did, and we got yelled at. Got so much trouble. That's what a big brother like will do to you. Like, he'll get you in in trouble. But I know what you're saying though. Yeah, because like, like I'm, I'm I'm pretty close. There's no room left. We were so know? close. I'm like seriously like my, it's his name's Joe. It's my brother-in-law Joe. He's the father of the groom. And I'm just like, and she's like, "What's your name?" In the white sweater. I'm like Bob. And so like you know my whole family. It's all my in-laws. They're all there. They're like, oh no. She's like Bob. You need to get closer. I'm. Like, he just kept calling me. Bob. Based on this wedding, you, wedding based, you know, like you were talking about cowboy boots and stuff like that. You yep. should have said your name was Jimmy Bob. I should have. I, I was just like, I was over it. I was like, take the picture and let's go. Let's go over to the American Legion Hall and have our muscacholi. Let's roll. <laughs> That's how you do it here. Uh, John's got a question here. He says, 
We're booked at the Polynesian for the end of April for Cheer Worlds. There's a ton of world competitions today, by the way. I was watching on Varsity All-Star. Uh, let's see. Where's one place we need to eat at the resort never stayed there before? Oh, my gosh. Kona, I say. But you probably say Ohana. No, I'm, I know. I mean, Ohana would be number three on my list. Um, so you got Captain Cook's, the counter service, Kona and ohana and there's there's the uh pineapple lanai too which you definitely gotta stop for for a snack if you like dole whip but uh kona kona for me all day um ohana i just think is like overrated you know and like captain cooks never really does anything for me i mean kona's good it's expensive though and it's like it's a lot of work to get in like it's hard speaking of that though mike with the new dvc tower that's being built you know there's got to be another restaurant coming, right? Like, okay. I don't think they've officially announced that, but there has to be if there's going to be that many no, guests. Yeah, 100%. There's got to be a restaurant in that place. Mm. There's got to be another pool, too, I'd hope. I mean, we kind of lost one in a way when you think about the the luau, right? I mean, we lost a restaurant because of the tower, so they, they got to bring something back. You never did the luau, oh, yeah. did you? No, we did it together. Oh, yeah, yeah. To, to, I was talking to Ricky. It was Somebody. over Marathon Weekend. It was like us and the Foresters. Yes, uh, I, remember I love like the Emily Luau. and Mallory had like a matching dress on yep. or something. I love the Luau. We did it three times. I, I loved it. I thought it was, I mean, I know it was like cheesy, but I'm probably, you know, I've never been to Hawaii, so. So after like doing Hoop-de-Doo, like Hoop-de-Doo is so much better. <laughs> like, like I'm not going to miss the Luau too much knowing that we got Hoop-de-Doo still around. I just like the feel of the Luau though. Cause you're kind of outside. Like it was just, yeah. it, it felt very like Brady Bunch. Like it, yeah, it, it felt like it was stuck in the seventies. It was very, yeah. and the food was And I good. loved like being at the Polynesian and seeing people like dress for the Luau. Like just yeah, being like a date, totally, just being totally. a guest at the resort right. and seeing everyone come from different parts of the property, like all dressed for the Luau. Their, that was like really With their lays on and their flowery yeah. dresses and, you know, the guys in yeah. their, you know, beach shirts. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're that exactly was fun right. for me just to see, like, be on the beach and watch people at the Luau was fun. You 100% know? agree there. Carol says, uh, hey, Mike and Scott, just back from the Very Merry Christmas Party. I think it was overbooked, but we had fun. Gingerbread cookies and eggnog were the best. Do you agree, Scott? So... <laughs> Eggnog is not really my thing. I think I've I only think, had um, it like once in my yeah. life because it just like to, to drink egg just sounds disgusting. I, yeah. I can't get past that. I know. So my favorite cookie spot was at, um, gosh, it's like in Liberty Square. Like where's that place? Columbia Harbor House, I believe it was. Had my favorite cookie, and then um, Tomorrowland, like where like the where you get the pretzel or whatever. Like that had a nice cookie. Pinocchio's like. How um Pinocchio's what is it called? Pinocchio Village House? Is that what it's called? I can remember. Pinocchio's but. Village House. Village yep. House. House. That honestly, Mike, like all the cookies were great. We were talking about that in the pre-show about Cheryl's cookies. I was just eating one. Yeah, ones. I powered up by eating one of those right yeah. before the show. And I loved them. Like that was like that was a big hit. And I remember um we were with our friend Beth and the three of us did the Space Mountain, the Christmas overlay, which I thought that was awesome, by the way. I sent you a video of that, Mike, with like the green and red. That like, is awesome. Yeah, it was super cool. And our friend Beth just went on a cookie hunt while we're in Life or Space Mountain, which I thought was awesome. Like, well, I'm just going to gather up more cookies. Um, but it was, yeah, I, I was really impressed by the cookie offerings. Yeah, those cookies are are not cheap. So, hey, you can make your money back in Cheryl's cookies. And they, oh, they're exactly. so good. And so good. The one at Columbia Harbor House, I think, it, I can't remember exactly what it was, but man, that one was my favorite. It was so good. Brooks on the line, but hang on, Brooke. Important question. Were they individually wrapped at the party too? Like yes, they, are, they were. Just like they so always the, are. I was telling you, like, I still have some, like, in the, in the <laughs> oh, pantry. Oh, yeah, that's like, right. That's right. I mean, they're probably getting them. close to expiration now. Yeah, so after cares? this, I think we're going to have an anniversary, like, cookie, maybe. Who but, cares, uh, dude? I eat, I eat Christmas cookies till Valentine's Day. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Take your, I mean, if you're going to go, it's a good way to die. All right, Brooke's on the line out in Pennsylvania. Brooke, what's going on? Happy uh, Sunday night. Hi, guys. How are you? Doing great. What about you? Good. I'm calling two things. One, I was listening to the time-saving strategies um, episode earlier today, and I didn't finish it. But the one thing that I thought of was if you have kids, and even if they're not like stroller kids, even if they're like eight, like get a stroller because like rent one, borrow one, whatever, because you can use it as like a little home base when you're in the parks and you can have water and snacks and like you can leave it there and it just saves time because you don't have to run to quick service. You don't have to run to like a store to get a, you know, something like you just kind of, you have like a little, like a home base with you when you're in the park. And even if you're not like pushing around everywhere, it just saves time to like have more stuff than you think you do, than you think you need when you have kids. Okay, so two, two, two things about that, because you're exactly right. Two things. When your kids are getting almost too old to need a stroller, still bring one for like that next like one year. And here's what we used to do. We'd bring the stroller and leave it right in the front of the park. Like, so when we went to the Magic Kingdom, we always had this umbrella stroller. We'd park it over by um, the photo center, wherever, you know, by Tony's. And we'd just leave it there. Because later on in the day, if Mallory got tired, it was at least in the park. We could go get it and use it. But also, when you mentioned that about your home base, that first trip where your kid is now too old to have a stroller and you don't take a stroller, you're like lost because you're used to having that crutch of like, we can throw all the junk like in the stroller, you know, because you can bring everything. You can bring the kitchen sink when you have a stroller. And then all of a sudden you don't have a stroller. You're like, oh man, where am I going to put that? I got to carry all this stuff now. So then you yeah. become the backpack Sherpa after that. Like you go through That's phases, gonna be right? Next time I go, <laughs> I'm going to be really sad because we rented one last year and she was eight. And now she really can't go on the stroller and we'll probably go next year with her. So I'll be really, I'll be missing that stroller next year. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Cause you're like, oh, well, this throw that junk under. Cause you know, like if you have that big basket under the stroller, you just throw everything under it, you know, until well, you got to get on the bus. And I would always... Um, I'm a person who always carries a water bottle with me, like not a plastic one, but like a metal one. But when I'm at Disney, I do Amazon ship water to my hotel room. And then I put like two or three liters of water in the bottom of my stroller, you know, and I cover them with a bag and I have them there all day. And it just like saves so much money and time to like always have water with you. You are Especially smart. Especially when it's just, like a hot season. That's how you do it. Because I mean, seriously, that, that's probably yeah. saved you 20 bucks at least a day, at least. Yeah, I never buy drinks No. in Disney. I mean, unless it's like a fun drink, but you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because if you save yeah. money on the stupid drinks, you, get, you can have more fun drinks. Yeah. That's what you got to look at. Exactly. <laughs> so what was your other tip? Yeah. Exactly. Um, no, that was my only like good tip, I think. Yeah, that's it. And I wanted to say that next weekend, I'm not going to call in because next Sunday is actually the first night of Hanukkah. Oh, so oh, happy I'm going to be calling in, but wish everyone who's celebrating Hanukkah, wishing you a happy Hanukkah week early. <laughs> okay, so we, and, we have a lot um, of friends to celebrate. We we have good friends of Shinegolds <laughs> that, that celebrate. So um, tell us, like, because again, I, I don't celebrate Hanukkah, but I do have friends. What's what's a celebration in the past, like a story that, that you think our listeners would find very interesting or very... Uh, you know, just something, because I, I don't know much about the celebration, like traditional stuff. Like, do you have a story you'd like to share just to get us in the mood for next week? Well, well just a, a new tradition for us is we have um, my my nieces over and some other cousins who don't celebrate Hanukkah, 
but they have come over in recent years and they join us and I make latkes and roast chicken and we have donuts, which are a traditional um, dessert to celebrate for Hanukkah. And we all the kids play dreidel and I give them little gifts. And that's just, I mean, it's not a very large or very like, it's not the most important Jewish holiday. I think because of its proximity to Christmas, it's, it's a big deal for kids. <laughs> um, but it's just a fun time to gather with family. And that's what we'll be doing next, next Sunday. Wow. And that is it, right? It's just getting together with those you love yeah. and being able to spend yeah, time together and, and eat good. Did and you, eating did you fried say, food. Did you we say donuts? You said so donuts? You can't complain. Yes, because it's a celebration of light. Um, and there's a, a story and a, a tradition where you celebrate um, having oil. Um, it was a, the right, Jews right. were like held up in a, in a temple and there was a war going on and they were basically like a siege situation. And they had enough oil for one night, but there's a miracle and the oil lasted them eight nights. So we celebrate oil. So we have fried potato pancakes, which we call latkes, and we have donuts and other oily things. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Like a holiday that celebrates fried <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> or just a... <laughs> well, that's, I'm so glad and you brought family that to you. I'm glad you brought that to our, to our attention though. So we know we can, we can wish everybody a happy Hanukkah next Sunday night. And, uh, yeah. we got this out here. That's a cool celebration. That you're going to get together with everybody and, uh, celebrate the first, uh, it's called festival of light, right? Next Sunday night. Yeah. Hanukkah festival. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's awesome. Well, Hey Brooke, thanks for calling in. I hope you have a, we'll, we'll miss you next Sunday, but hope you have a great celebration. Start to the celebration with your friends and family. Yeah. All right. Thank well, you, you take care. We'll talk to you in soon. January. Okay. We'll see you in January. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye. That's awesome. Donuts. I thought she said donuts. I'm like donuts. Yeah. You're like, I could just see like your eyes. Like, I know. Perk up. Like when she like, said, that, like, Ooh, donuts. Like we need to do Christmas donuts or something. <laughs> like, I mean, we <laughs> trust me. We don't, we don't slack on the food at my in-laws. Uh, we have good food, but we don't have donuts. We have biscuits and rolls. That's what we do. We like cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. Is that what you guys yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do cinnamon rolls, but we also do biscuits and gravy. I mean, we're from Missouri, you know, because <laughs> that's my favorite food. All right, 407-413-9395, 407-413-9395. Ooh, that snuck up on me there. Uh, so we have later on this week, too, the, uh, this coming week, we have the 2020, can you believe this, 2024 Disney Cruise Line itineraries are, are released um, early 2024, but th- I mean, this season, it's pretty much the same old cruises, you know, Caribbean, Bahamas, uh, all those places. So not, not really like exotic locations for early 2024, but, uh, those bookings will become available. Exciting times. Exciting times, man. Exciting I love time. cruising, man. Cruising's got like, when I saw that they announced that for 2024, I know we got the, the, the cruise coming on in 2023. I was like, man, like. I've always wanted to do like one of those like castaway key like challenges tied to a marathon, you know, like right. Like I've like how awesome would it be to do doping and then take a cruise right afterwards? Like, It'd be awesome. Goodness. It'd be awesome. But yesterday, my wife asked me, "So when are you coming home from marathon weekend?" So if I get on a ship, <laughs> speaking of <laughs> anniversary, like because it's so early in the year, like I've I've blown so much time. I know you always think like I got like unlimited bank of time off, but I really I think don't, you do. But... I think you do. I think you do. I think you just change jobs or something. Yeah. I don't know how the, that pro- works. the other problem is I don't have an unlimited supply of funds. I hear you. All right. Bob Iger could just gift me with one. That'd yeah. Be awesome. Come on, man. We're, we're helping you out all the time. Talking about your product. Exactly. All right. We, we have our next call. He's joining us. 
Hi, this is Lori from Texas. Hey, Lori, how's it going down in Texas tonight? It's going good. Thanks um, for calling in. I just got back. I just got back today from Disney World and um, had a great time. So <laughs> I wanted to come and give a little report. Yeah, please about uh, it. Yeah, tell us some highlights. Uh, That'd be awesome. Well, I had sent a question probably a couple of weeks ago about surprising my daughter because it was a surprise we'd never been during Christmas, and so um, it went great. I wrapped up a couple of Christmas the Christmas mini and Mickey plushes and gave them to her. She she's nine, so when she got stuffed animals, she wasn't terribly excited until I added that. Oh, and by the way, we're going to Disney World. So. <laughs> she gave me I love it. The classic response where she didn't believe it, and then it became very excited and then that turned into emotional tears and i'm like oh, this is the best <laughs> yes that's, and that is why we so, do what we do right there that's why uh that's why parents work hard for their kids <laughs> <laughs> and then we added to the surprise because my when we got there um, my sister and her family came in and we didn't tell them that they, her cousins were going to be there as well so they got to meet outside of hollywood and vine and we all went to a character meal together um, and, and they had they had a blast um, going and doing all the Christmas stuff. But I had a moment where it would be a highlight for me from this point forward because we we went and did you know several parts in a day, and then we ended with Fantasmic, and we've never seen it before. Uh, and I'm sitting there and we're get, waiting for it to start, and I look behind me and Josh Gad. The voice of Olaf was sitting behind me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no way! That's I awesome. I was like trying not. I'm trying to figure out how how do I respond. I'm like I got really stiff, and I'm like trying to text my sister. Do I ask for an autograph? I'm like trying to find my daughter's autograph book. And do I ask for a picture? And, I'd totally be taking um, a selfie. I, was, I just you know I was the, eavesdropping. The yeah, I, I was selfie. eavesdropping, and he was asking who he's with for some hand sanitizer. I'm like digging through my bag and like offering it to him. So he nice. used my hand sanitizer, and uh, I will probably never throw it away. <laughs> you gave Olaf hand sanitizer. Holy cow! Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Amazing. When he, when he gave it he gave it back and then he offered to take a picture with me. So I was like, Oh, I think my trip is um, complete. I can go home now. So did, did you, so, here's the thing. But, I, I would think I would recognize him by his voice. Cause he has a super distinctive voice. Did you, is that how you recognize oh, yeah. him initially? Or did you just see him? Like, did you see him first or. So I, I turned around and I saw him, but then he started talking. I'm like, that, that really is him. Yeah. <laughs> I love like, it sitting behind me. Yeah, cause you can't he was doing, he's doing the candlelight for, Processional. Yeah. Um, oh, that makes sense. That was yeah. the last little bit. And so, and then we, so we went to that, and we had never been, and that was that was amazing. Um, and we decided to leave the park, going to Beach Club to get um, a lift from there back to the resort during the fireworks. And there he was again. He, I guess he was staying at Beach Club because we were standing <laughs> outside, and they roll up, and he gets out. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> I love Disney World. He's like, you you gotta quit following me around. This has been two I, this is two different locations. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. Like Josh is fine following Lori around. Lori's a VIP. Yeah, that's like, it. That's what it is. Yeah. There you he, go. he needed he needed more hand sanitizer after the processional. <laughs> I, I was like throwing it here. I was like, did you need it this time? <laughs> but it, that made the trip a blast for me. That is so that's funny. That's so cool. It's almost as cool as seeing Pam Forrester in the parks. I mean, almost, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so cool. That, that 
was the highlight for me of the trip, and I just wanted to share. But <laughs> that is super cool. So, well, I mean, that's great meeting you know a celebrity in the parks. But I mean, your kid getting to be down there with her cousins and yeah. like, what was that? What was the family memory? I mean, I guess probably meeting up there outside of Hollywood and Vine. That was probably all kinds of screaming and hugging and all that kind of stuff. Oh, but yeah. it, it, like, was they there were. any like certain thing that happened later on that was kind of cool? They had, uh, they, we did all kinds of, you know, them going on rides together and, you know, wanting to, cause they had never been in the parts in that kind of situation before together. And so it was fun seeing their excitement and wanting them to do it. Seeing them do the tower of terror together was, um, <laughs> very interesting. <laughs> They're they're both nine, and um, so they had very different re- responses to it. But um, you know, getting seeing how excited they were, um, interacting with the characters there, it was just that was that made our our Christmas for it. So it was it was very special. We'll talk about that for decades. You know, it's one of those things like just just mm-hmm. hanging out with your cousins in Texas or in the real world is awesome. But you know, mm-hmm. it's like once in a lifetime to get to hang out with your cousins at a place like Walt Disney World. That that's so that's yeah. so cool. Well, I, I I appreciate you calling in, and man, Josh Gad, right there in front of you. Now, did you guys do the wave while you're waiting for Phantasmic? Did it happen? Did everybody wave? It happened. Okay, good. I was gonna say, it yeah, good. Because you, you you have not been to Phantasmic unless you did the the pre-show wave. Because that, that it, it must it, happen. Did, did Josh Gad do the wave? Was he part of that? Did he, or was he? I, uh, I, I refuse to look, you know, I'm going like, okay, to give you a privacy now. I'm going to, not going to be that person, hopefully. No, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot. <laughs> have a hand sanitizer, then I'll give you some privacy. That's pretty, so I guess, did he have handlers with him or was he just like right in the middle of the crowd there? No, it was at towards the back. He, like They were on the, like the very back towards the end. And I could see that they had some tour guys yeah. with them. Um, or standing back behind. When we got up to leave, they were gone. So I was like, they snuck out at some point, but <laughs> yep. they weren't a part of the crowd. They're good at that. They're just he, he melted. You know, yeah, he got the sanitizer. Exactly. He was like, he, he was like sanitizer is worth melting for. Water. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, I, I'll melt for my friends at Fantasmic. Yeah. Well, that's so cool, and it's good to hear that he was—he's a good guy because I've—I've I've heard that he—he he, he yeah. is a huge yeah. Disney fan. I mean, he listens to like uh, Jim and Len and talks to them and. Yeah, that's good to hear. And I'm glad that you, most importantly, I'm glad your family had a great trip and that your daughter, I mean, wow, what a, what a great uh, Christmas gift and early. I mean, shoot, we're two weeks out as we're recording. Yeah. It's a, it, I was trying to avoid as much crowd as I can. Smart. <laughs> but, um, it was still very crowded, but it, it wasn't too bad. Well, that's perfect. Hey, thanks for making our, uh, the show way better with this great story and uh, have a great uh, holiday season. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye. Take care, Lori. All right. Mike, did you know that I ran into a celebrity at a wine and dine? I don't know if I told you this, but I ran into Brittany from Big Brother. Shut up, Brittany. Like Brittany from Texas. The blonde no, she's from Brittany. Buffalo. She was no, no. She was like in a couple seasons ago. Uh... Like she was on the. I think she was on the cookout season. But I'll send you a photo. But she's like a big like run Disney. Like she's like been on this weight loss journey. So she's been doing like like every run Disney event basically. So oh. I saw her waiting in line for the party and like no one was talking to her. And I like I recognized her. So I was like, Are you Brittany from Big Brother? She's like, and then she got all excited. She gave me a hug and we took a selfie and we talked for like 10 minutes while we're waiting to get into the party. Shut up. Awesome. That's really cool. Uh-uh. Yeah. You know, uh oh, I'm not gonna say it. there's there's somebody that lives in Orlando that's famous from Big Brother that's always in Epcot, but 
I'm not saying his name because it's it's controversial. Um, but yeah, that's cool. It is funny when you see celebrities. Oh, I know who you. I know yeah, who you're yeah. gonna say. Yeah. His first name's Evil. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, it's not spelled E V I L. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it's just fun when you see people because you'll see a lot of reality stars down there. You know, which yeah. actually this weekend would have been a good time to see him because there was a huge fundraiser at Give Kids the World from it's called Real, um, Hearts of Reality. And all the reality, like Amazing Race, Big Brother, Survivor, Challenge people, they go down to the village and raise money for Give Kids. They raised over four hundred and sixty thousand dollars this weekend. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, but yeah, raising yeah. money, we're at six hundred and fifteen dollars. Dude, though, look at that. Mini golf. Yeah. yeah. So, real quick, when's that happening? Because we're getting to the end of the show here, just so people know, so we can. Have yeah. A so the mini golf. I mean, I posted it on the Lizard Group, so everyone that's going to participate knows about it. Unfortunately, we had the. You know, you know, Mike, working with Disney can be a challenge sometimes. So we had like understatement. <laughs> we're planning on 1230 um, due to how they do their system. We had to start at 1030, which I think will be kind of good in a way. You know, you can still do that early. You can still get a counter service or a quick breakfast. And then like we're going to hang out afterwards. But if you don't want to, you still have like a whole day basically right. afterwards. So I think that worked out really nice. But yeah, I wrote a really long like sports article and I shared it. It's pretty on the good. Page. You got to read yeah. it. It's uh, I was cracking up like it's two about a four to five minute read. Yeah, I, I put some effort it, into it. It's pretty but. long. That's good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we're all set there. But you know, we're raising money obviously for Give Kids a World with this. So we're at six hundred and fifteen dollars. I think next later on this week, I'm going to make the the donation because we got a hundred percent corporate match. So we're going to be able to double it. So if you still want to contribute. Um, just let me know and your, your donation will be doubled basically. Cause we got a, a, a big range of a corporate match. So yeah, come on, do it. And it's going to be on behalf of the podcast. And that's, uh, that's just what we do. Right. Mike, we just love uh, giving back, yeah. you know, and raising money for give kids the world. We love getting together with our friends down there at our favorite place. And also when we can help out, you know, the folks give kids the world, we're always going to do that every single time. And this is an opportunity to uh putt putt and raise some money. It's going to be fun. And I'm going to win. I mean, I, I said yep. that on the post. So we'll I, see. I said this to Neil the other day. I was like, God, I just, we just need the weather to hold up. I know. <laughs> like, I know. Seriously. Like, like we got it like really well set, you know, like all the groups, you know, like everyone's excited we got the donation that's about to be made. The worst thing that can happen is a awful storm. So we'll have to have that knock that, on wood. That GIF or whatever, like, ah, oh, the bad stuff is it coming for a little bit. Like yeah, I said that the, the other day, exactly. actually. <laughs> yeah. Like you're out there, it's just like lightning with yeah. your your slicker on and everything. Oh my god, that's exactly what's gonna happen now. But I'm gonna that. win though. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, well, bring it, bring it, buddy. I'm gonna no. actually like ship my puck, my my putter, my actual like putter. That Do you is. need to? Yeah, somebody needs to roll in with a head cover on their putter, and it's like you're disqualified. That's I'm, just gonna buy, I'm gonna buy one at the pro shop, like at uh, <laughs> at the Magnolia or something before the round. Totally should. Okay, real quick though, we have a couple questions. Um, Logan under Beverly's account earlier was asking, what do you think is your very favorite memory during your marathons? Mine is just the people I run with and the, the memories I make with those folks. Like I ran the dopey with Scott and Paige. That was my favorite one ever. Cause we just hung out for the weekend and crossing the line, you know, Marguerite in hand with my friends and you know, all those memories. Awesome. Like that, that's it for me. So what's your favorite memory? From so tough. Races? So many, I mean, every marathon has like a great story behind it. Right. I mean, you're out there for, well, for Ever. me these days, it's like seven hours. The first couple of years, it was like five hours, but uh, you're out there forever. There's so many great memories, but I'm just going to just for today's purpose, this isn't necessarily my all time favorite. I'm going to go to my first one. Um, my good buddy to my left here said, Hey, 
you know, you, you, how about we run together? You know, like, like I want to, I want to, you didn't necessarily need to coach me, but you were like, you, cause you did it the year before it was your first full and you were doing the dopey that year for your first dopey. So we ran the marathon Sunday together. You were kind of telling me like, okay, like we got this part coming up. You're like, like this is going to be the toughest stretch or whatever. You and I just like hung out and talked for like five hours, basically that like doing fun. the marathon. And like that made it like pain-free, made it so much fun. But then, you know, we hit, we got our margaritas, you know, we're pipe, we're pumped. We're getting close to the end. And then I see my two girls like under spaceship earth, like cheering me on. I lost it. Like your family was there. The foresters were there. Like, all. I mean, we're like all like really close, you know, this yep. is like one we're big all like family. big family. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just seeing like the big family huddled, like with our, their science horse on their spaceship earth, man, I lost it. And that's one of my all time favorite memories. That's you just, yeah, it's exactly it. I mean, I, I remember that it was just, I mean, it was like a tear fest, a hug fest because you are emotionally spent. Like, I mean, you yeah. are raw at that point. Like it, they could tell you, they could read like names out of the phone book and you would cry at that point. Like right. this, like <laughs> somebody shows you a sign and it's your kid or it's your wife or your husband or your, you know, just good friends that are, you know, cause yeah. you know, they've been standing out there at this point. You don't know that they've gone to Kona for breakfast and had, you know, full. I did not like, know that at that point. Then yeah. you get mad, but yeah, <laughs> you didn't know this at the time. So you think they're being self-sacrificial. They've been out there since three o'clock in the morning. No, they've been at Kona, but yeah, no, it's awesome. And that is one of the greatest memories. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad you asked that, Logan. So, and again, you know, that leads us into, you know, no more live calling shows until after Marathon Weekend. Of course, we'll have the podcast, so don't worry about that. We'll have those on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, and we'll have the Christmas, you know, uh, live from the BOGP studios. This year, it'll be all four of us on that show. So, Pam will be there, Ricky, Scott, and myself, where we exchange our virtual gifts in the BOGP studios, the new studios this year. So we'll be doing that here in a week or so. And uh, yeah, so, uh, but next Sunday night, we need you here because again, we could, if there's any crazy Disney news, of course we could talk about that. But more importantly, I'd kind of like to talk about, you know, just, just a Christmas or a holiday special. Make it about your favorite gift when you're a kid. Did you get a Fisher Price record player that, you know, I remember getting mine and look, I, you know, I'm a podcaster now. Like I never gave up Mr. Microphone. You know, I loved it. Like I, it's one of those things. I love music. I love all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the Huffy bike that was under the tree when I was like eight, the Atari 2600, that kind of stuff. Or, you know, how do you celebrate? Like Brooke talked about her celebration. I love hearing that. And, you know, my goal is that you could take that special show with you in the car is maybe you travel to grandparents' house or, you know, across the country driving over to, to aunt and uncle's house for your celebration. Just something that's just ever the whole family can listen to. You can uh, hear about other people's traditions and, and memories and then, uh, you know, maybe share with your family in the car as you listen together. It'd be kind of the goal for that. So we might go maybe 90 minutes next week. We'll see. We'll see how things go. If it's coming in, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll go because I, I love that kind of stuff. That's kind of fun for me. And then yeah, we'll wrap. I'm all for it. Let's go. All right. So. We're going to get out of here while the show's this week. So uh, join us Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out over at themagicforless.com for all your Disney trip planning needs. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You make all these shows possible at patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. So again, join us, patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. Give Scott a follow on social media. He's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Mike. Give me a follow uh, on Instagram and Twitter as well. We'd love to talk to you this week. And, of course, join us next Sunday night. Facebook and YouTube is the place. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central is the time. And we'll see you there. All right, we're going to get out of here. Hope you have a great week. For Scott, I'm Mike. Wishing you an awesome Sunday night or a great Thursday here on the feed. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon.
You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.